I'm Andre Bella for Esoterica, a short feature about extraordinary happenings, and this is strange but true. Recently, my friend Sharon Level told me this story. I find it so reassuring that in this day of fear-mongering, at least there's still one level-headed person left on the planet. It was a Sunday morning in late October, the time of year when the sun rises late. The radio had come on at 6 a.m., and Krista Tibbet was conducting an interview while I snoozed. Suddenly, I became aware in the dim light of a man beside my bed, jabbing at the various buttons on my clock radio, finally pulling the cord out of the wall while muttering, Too loud, too loud. He then turned, walked around my bed, and went into the adjoining bathroom, closing the door. I quickly grabbed my robe and put it on beneath the sheets. I could hear him opening doors and running water. I thought, is this really happening? I don't get the impression he's psychotic. From years in mental health work, I would know how to communicate with someone in this state. But what in the world can I say in this situation? In response to a threat, one can fight, flee, or freeze. I could have escaped outside onto my deck in the yard. Or I could have gone into another part of the house, but that would have meant passing near the bathroom door, and I didn't know when he might emerge. Instead, I just didn't move. So far, he didn't even seem to know I was there. After a short eternity, he came out of the bathroom and determinedly strode through my bedroom and into the rest of the house. I leaped up and locked my bedroom door. I could hear him muttering, and my hairdryer had been moved to the sink, so I convinced myself this really was happening, and I called 911. After asking the usual name, address, date of birth, and nature of my concern, the dispatcher asked me if I knew this man and if I had invited him in, to which I replied, no and no. I told the dispatcher I was safely locked in my bedroom. When an officer arrived and had the man in custody, I felt relieved. There really was someone in my house, and he hadn't wandered off, leaving me looking stupid. Officer McKenney told me that when he walked into my house, this guy, who we'll call Sam, was just standing in the doorway of my kitchen, the place in my home where, historically, adult people collect. Sam offered no resistance. He didn't know why he was there, other than that he was hunting for his keys, wallet, and phone. Apparently, Sam was a roofer from out of town, working at Front Street. He claimed he hadn't had a drink in five years, but the night before had gone to a bar and met some people who invited him back to their place. But he couldn't remember anything after that. Standing there in my kitchen, Sam had nothing in his pockets except part of a phone charger. The only thing Officer McKenney and I found out of place in my house was a cord for charging a cell phone in the bathroom. As we walked outside, I noticed a cell phone on the porch railing. Officer McKinney said I could press charges even if the door had been unlocked, although he did advise that in the future I'd be a bit more cautious. He went back to his cruiser to run some checks, returning to say that Sam had a clean record and was very apologetic and would do any roofing I needed at no charge. Sam thought the charging cord was his as well as the phone. Officer McKinney wanted me to talk to Sam again. I realized we were talking restorative justice. So I sighed, grabbed some slippers, and went outside. It was light, and now with three police cars in the yard, I was entertaining five men in my bathrobe. We chatted, Sam apologized, and I told him that I would keep a lookout for his wallet and keys. 
But then Sam said he only wanted to help old people, not hurt or scare them. And then I was insulted. I'm not that old. Eventually, the police found the place Sam was staying exactly one block up the hill from my home. Apparently, he had just gotten lost and ended up in the wrong house. In the past, when I'm lectured about locking doors and robbery, I've said that people only come into my house to leave things, and no one ever takes anything away. In this case, Sam left his phone and his phone cord. And that's how my friend Sharon sees it. But tell me honestly, could you have been so level-headed for Esoterica? I'm Andre Bella. Thanks for listening. <laughs>